Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Black Ferns getting up and winning this one 25-24. Our next guest on the programme from Rugby News right across this is Campbell Burns. He joins us. Campbell, welcome. Very good afternoon to you, gents. I tell you what, um, a lot of this tournament's been a little bit one-sided, but if you want a test match feel, if you want to be edge on the seat, if you want your nerves to be frayed, that was the test match to watch last night. It certainly was, yeah. And um, and indeed, the the, uh, the first game was as well. Uh, that was a very tense semi-final, uh, and quite unexpectedly so, the England-Canada game, 26-19, England got up, but then that, that Black Ferns game was extraordinary, and it was just a shame there weren't more than 22,000 there because there was a... I, I was in the press box and there was a great atmosphere there. And, of course, there was uh, there was high drama right until the final minute. Yeah, Burnsy Karma here, mate. How are you doing, champ? I'm good, mate. Before we start getting into both of those games, they were extraordinary, both of them. Let's talk about, because I'm sure you were there at Eden Park, the atmosphere, the joy, the noise, uh, the occasion. Oh, look, it was, it was great. But it, yeah, as I say, it was, um, it was a shame there was only 22,000 there because that was, I think, 12,000 short of, of the opening night. So um, you would think on that basis they'd get uh, upwards of 30,000 next week, uh, considering we've got the dream final. But look, it was, um, it was a good atmosphere from the start. It built with a smaller crowd, obviously, for the England-Canada game. Um, and the crowd was in full voice um, by the end there. And there was a lot of uh, although the crowd did start a Mexican wave, I think at about the 60-minute mark, uh, which usually indicates uh, some level of boredom, um, that, that wasn't the case last night because uh, it was one of those classic ebb and flow games, um, which which certainly kept uh, the, the people who were there very much uh, enraptured. Yeah, I have to say to sports fans out there, even if you live outside of Auckland, to please make an effort. These girls deserve to be supported. You will have a wonderful afternoon if you get to Eden Park next weekend. Uh, the families of the players just bring so much energy, but then everyone around them brings so much energy to the game. So tickets are cheap. Uh, get along with part of a, a World Cup final. I want to talk Black Ferns now, Burnsy. Defensively, haven't really been challenged a, a whole heap this tournament. And that was kind of an area of the game that they had to step up, and they did. Oh, yes, Absolutely. Um, when you look at it, I mean, it was, it was three tries apiece um, in the end there. But as you say, the Black Ferns hadn't been tested for 80 minutes all season. Uh, and although, although France didn't necessarily get their attacking game going a lot because there was some very heavy defence uh, coming from the Black Ferns, it was also like that uh, when when um, when, uh, when France had the ball. But also when, when the Black Ferns had the ball, we also saw a very some very, very committed, consistent uh, defence, uh, which... The, the, the Blackburns didn't always handle that well, I felt. I, I felt tactically they didn't quite get their, their kicking game right. Um, I felt they could have tried to create a bit more space for Portia Woodman out wide um, and certainly some of their X-Factor players. So they didn't do it tactically that well, the Blackburns. But I have to say their forward pack stood up. Um, and then you look at a dynamic young player like Maya Roos, who's only, only 12 months into her test career and huge future for her. She is just dynamic. She made 12 tackles. Uh, and several others, uh, several other forwards, like the hooker Georgia Ponsonby, um, and also Sarah uh, Sarah Hirony, uh, the reigning New Zealand Rugby Player of the Year, was outstanding, um, industrious. So it was 
it was a funny night. It was a night for the forwards, even though we've come to expect this Black Ferns to decide to use the ball a lot, but they really had to roll their sleeves up and try and win in a slightly different way this time. Yeah, let's talk about that physicality. So for me, and, and I didn't see a lot of their, their play last year, and, and to be honest, uh, in depth in the years previous to that, but I've jumped on the bandwagon like everyone else and absolutely proud of what these girls are doing. But it's been the physicality for me, I think, Burnsy, and, and I'd love you to expand on it as well, which has been the main difference and the big impact from 12 months ago. Yes, well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's certainly, certainly one of the key factors. Um, I think two or three weeks ago, when they played Wales, they got exposed a bit at set-piece and in some of the physicality early. Uh, we know they can play the, um, uh, you know, the, the continuity game uh, well. In fact, in fact, probably better than any, anyone else in the world. But that was an area that they did need to, um, to, to, to mark up and to improve. They certainly did that, but they've got, they've got some very fit players. This is the fittest Blackburn side I've seen in years, um, but also the, the work that has been done on the Fords um, by Whitney Hanson and Mike Cron, uh, Mike Cron is clearly showing through because that that uh, physical battle had to be won. And although they got uh, probably outgunned a bit at the breakdown in the first half, you could just see they lifted the tempo, but they lifted lifted the physicality early in the second half and were able to reel off 15 uh, unanswered points. So. I think it would, they really had to get the bit between the teeth. They had they, they brought on their co-captain, Kennedy Simon, off the bench, who's a very abrasive physical player, although she hadn't had, had a lot of rugby lately. And that and that added to it. Uh, you saw Santo Taumata, the young prop, come on and just melt a couple of people in uh, in the tackle, although she did get sunburned, um, probably slightly unluckily. But, yeah, it was that was one of the big areas. But they're going to have to do it again next week too because England England are, are even an even more efficient Forward pack, so uh, there won't be much rest for the for the Blackburns forwards, but they did stand up last night. Yeah, Campbell, looking at that Canadian team performance, I mean they almost got the job done, almost caused one of the great upsets over England. What lessons can the Blackburns and the Blackburns coaching staff take from the way Canada approached England? Yeah, well that was a funny one because England really, um, I mean they they did win some. Key turnovers, England, but they didn't really have much fluency in their in their backline, um, and and I think the Canadian forwards really ripped into them. Uh, so Sophie De Goody, the inspirational number eight and captain, uh, played so well, and she and she marshaled the troops, and they were just able to pressure England, and 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 they they changed angles, uh, working the blind side, that kind of thing. So there were areas there that Wayne Smith would have looked at uh, when he studies England closely and gone, hey, you know, these are, could be areas where the Black Ferns can taking one on. You know, we're not going to get in hopefully to an arm wrestle with them and um, and, and don't concede penalties to try and force, force line-outs from five metres out because we know they're going to line-out drive. Uh, so so Canada really came up with a good formula and they weren't quite good enough in the end to get across the line, but um, it was a, they certainly gave them a hell of a shake. So I think there's, there is confidence there so people can go, hey, well, the backfriends might be underdogs next week, but they, there are a few chinks in this, in this English armour. Campbell, two areas for me uh, for the Black Ferns. I'll get you interested and get your thoughts ahead of next weekend's final. I don't think we played the territory game brilliantly last night. We were, we were beaten at the breakdown. We were conceding some penalties around that kind of halfway 10 metre line. And when you do that against the French, when you do that against the English, you then bring in the five 10 metre line out into play. So that, that area really get you to expand. On the other area, I thought. Uh, we may have to improve on uh, for next Saturday is Kendra Cockshed's brilliant 
player, which he is, absolutely maybe sped the game up at times too quickly, um, running away from support where maybe the, the prudent thing to do in a final will be to slow it down, compose ourselves and build again. Yeah, that's right. Look, um, just to, uh, to, to go to your first point on the kicking game, the Black Ferns um, don't have a long kicking game. They don't have players who, who have, have huge boots, so they have to get a good short kicking game going. But unfortunately, they, they didn't, although Kendra Coxage did do a couple of nice chips over the top or into the into the box. But uh, Ruhe DeMont, who is playing so well with ball in hand in her passing game, is not a great kicker of the ball. She can kick past quite well uh, to her wings occasionally. But she tried a couple of um, kicks, uh, really um, uh, injudicious in kicks, uh, if I can say. That reminded me of Luke McAllister at times, uh, um, you know, from only 30 metres out. So that really wasn't on in a World Cup semi. So they have to sort that out. And, and who's going to do their kicking? That's going to be the thing. So is it just 9-10? Because we know the back three, if they play Holmes again, Holmes doesn't have a huge kicking game either. So they just seem that if they're going to kick it out, they, they have to do that. But they're not going to get long raking kicks in. We're not going to see too many 50-20s coming from this Blackburn side. So they have to, yeah, they have to sort that. But I, I don't think they can depart too much from their overall game plan. They've still got to play with tempo. Um, I agree that Coxedge maybe just needs to temper things occasionally with how she um, how she operates. But she did, well, sometimes when she does lift the tempo, it's great. If they're all on the same page, you can really get a, a roll on. Um but and, and, and she does dictate the tempo. We saw that against uh, against Wales um, in the in the quarterfinal. How she lifted things there. So there's that they do have to have a bit of think about that. And I know Wayne Smith at the press conference last night did identify that as one area uh, that the kicking game in particular is one they'll have to sort for England because England will kick better than than we do. So we have to be smarter. So how do we win it uh, against the English? You've watched the English progress over the last few years, Burnsy. You cover it brilliantly. Uh, in your rugby news, how do the Black Ferns and what do they need to do uh, to beat the English? Well, they still have to play the same way, but they've just got to be be more accurate and and better at how they do it. They tried to get the offloading game going against France, but their defence was was too tight there. So they're going to have to change things up, change the angle, maybe change their their alignment in the back slightly. They, They have to pass better. They have to really just cut things down because we know England's defence is going to be right up uh, in their face. I think that there, there won't be any complacency in the English camp uh, despite having 30 wins on the trot now. So they've, uh, they have to, they've got to be accurate in all they, all they do and that's going to be tough because, um, as we've seen, there's a big risk and reward factor with the way this Black Ferns um, side plays and Wayne Smith acknowledges that. But it's the only way they can really counter them. So they need to somehow find a bit of space for Portia, for Ruby Tui, out wide, um, and that's going to come back to the forwards um, laying a decent platform and being as physical or more so than, than England. Um, and, and I think that the forwards will be buoyed by that, that performance last night because there was a lot asked of them and they, and they largely delivered, particularly in the, in the physicality stakes. Um, so in England, you could say they're a bit um, one-paced maybe, but they, they also have, uh, have players out wide, the likes of Abby Dow, who probably scored the try of the tournament uh, yesterday, uh, very swift wing. Um, and, and they've got some good players in their backs. Emily Scarrett is a class performer, very seasoned. Um, so it's not just a matter of saying taking on on the forwards and we've got them in the backs. Um, so they're going to have to <clears throat> they're going to have to really get at least a parity of possession and then um, mix things up, change of angle and just keep coming at England. 
Burnsy, when you were speaking then and me watching the game last night, you talked about the, the passing game, the offloading game. It just reminded me, watching the game last night in the first maybe 40 minutes, maybe 50 minutes of the game before Crystal Murray, the big Northern prop, came on, we were at times, to me anyway, we were catching and passing, which is fine, the offloading game, but we weren't getting over the game line, so the French were coming up and smacking us, turning the ball over, no momentum. What I thought Murray did really well once more the passing game, but she was running to the opposition. By running to the opposition, you're getting gain line, you're bringing in uh, the defenders, and then she offloaded, and that then gave us another two or three metres. So I don't know if Crystal Murray is going to start uh, the game, but that to me was a, a clear indication um, of of getting front football, getting momentum. How do we get gain line? By running first before you pass rather than standing before you pass. So thanks for reminding me of that because when I was watching the game and I was involved, I was absolutely committed to that game last night. You know when you're watching games, oh, I you can see how not, animated you are in the studio right now, Carmen. stomach. I was absolutely invested in what these mm. girls are doing. I was so proud of what they were doing. Uh, they do deserve our support. They are doing yeah. that black jersey justice and man, I just want them to keep the momentum going. Uh, Campbell, just before we do let you go, Rugby mm. News, latest issue out? Yeah, mate, we've got our latest our November issue out is, uh, is out next Thursday. Um, so we're not doing a full review of the World Cup because it's still still going on, but we've got plenty in there from uh, grassroots, uh, heaps of black ferns, all black stuff and Heartland Championship and NPC. So, uh, it's all in there on sale uh, next Thursday, Rugby News. Campbell Burns, as always, thank you for your time this afternoon on the programme. Awesome, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Burnsy. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.